Good morning. My name is Aaron J. Steele, and welcome to Steelcraft. This is episode 10, I believe. <laughs> um, I haven't uh, recorded a episode for the last sort of week or two because uh, I've been unwell, unfortunately. Um, basically, had too much on and wasn't managing my time effectively, and I wasn't getting enough sleep, and uh, yeah, got a bit burnt out. So, apologies for. Um, yeah, not not creating any content for the last few weeks. So this morning, I want to talk about um, how content creation, and specifically why content creators um, are likely to become more important uh, economically as AI begins taking over the current white collar jobs and industries. So. Before, you know, the, the quote-unquote rise of AI, um, you know, before ChatGPT sort of sprung onto the scene um, just over a year ago now, um, most people would have thought and would have said that um, AI and automation is coming for the blue-collar jobs and coming for people who are unskilled, um, and I hate that term, unskilled, but coming for people who um, are not in creative or analytical um, spaces, uh, it's coming for uh, the the more manual tasks. Like you sort of you think of the the supermarket workers who are worrying about having their jobs automated um, with you know, self serve checkout and um, you know robot run warehouses and storerooms and things like that. What we found, as we know, uh, obviously, is that um, AI is actually coming at us from the other direction and coming at us via the um, analytical, the um, creative spaces. And um, we're finding that people who are in knowledge industries and creative industries such as uh, medicine, law, uh, engineering, um, you know, marketing, copywriting, graphic design, um, analysis, all those kinds of industries are, are finding that they are being, uh, I guess, the, their sense of place in the economy is being quietly eroded by AI. And so that is pretty concerning for a lot of people who who weren't expecting uh, this this move. And um, I say move like it's intentional. Obviously, it's not intentional. Um, it's just the way that things have panned out. To you know, not to put a too technical spin on it, um, but it's it's presented us um, with a, an interesting. Uh, conundrum like where, how how do people who are working in knowledge industries who aren't necessarily skilled and i'm going to use that, that term again <laughs> aren't skilled in a lot of the traditional skilled markets like you know i'm certainly not a carpenter i'm not a plumber i'm not a builder um you know using myself as, as an example um my like livelihood, my um, profession, if you 
would call it that is uh using my my brain to um I'm not saying people don't use their brains, but it's knowledge work. So it's it's not making things with my hands. It's typing things on a computer. It's uh, mapping concepts out uh, on a page and communicating concepts with people and um, storing and um, you know, gathering information and presenting it in such a way that other people can understand. Now, that... Um, that at the moment is becoming more and more uh, replaceable that that concept of um having you know paying someone to serve as a mechanism to extract information from one source extract it from another compile it and you know present it to a, a group of people in a way that they understand which is a very specific skill set um one that i i would say i have um i've been paid very well to work in you know business analysis field where that is that is what we do we we gather requirements and we put them together in a way that um, specific stakeholders understand and we facilitate approval and um, you know working through projects that way AI is able to do that like now <laughs> AI is able to extract information from a source it's able to um, compile information into a easy to understand document that can be sent to relevant people and facilitate their approval and facilitate the uh, the management of you know, projects essentially so um, people who work in you know the IT industries like me um, we, we may find ourselves out of a job in the next sort of five to ten years, depending on, you know, how, how that goes economically. Like if, if there isn't a real push for the need for human interaction and human intervention in uh, IT work, knowledge work, um, th that kind of thing, it, it's going to be a case i believe of um well you know we could give this problem to a team of analysts and they could spend three months and you know charge us you know a hundred thousand dollars in in wages um for that three months or, or whatever the figure is and to come up with a a solution um or we could give it to an AI who could do it in a fraction of the time, come up with a similar result. Um, and if we don't like the result, if the result, you know, takes needs a bit of re reworking, we can get it to rework the problem. And it does so immediately rather than the, the analyst saying, okay, well, we'll go away and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll workshop and we'll come back um, in, you know, two weeks with, with some adjustments. Like, no, 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 the AI will do it on the spot. And so that is a significant change to how, you know, people in my industry um, are going to be working. And, and so rather, and I guess I'm in sort of two minds about this. So rather than saying, well, okay, well, AI is going to completely replace 
everyone in in, in those industries. Um, I, I think we should be saying, well, okay, how how can those of us who are capable of leveraging AI and leveraging these kinds of, of automated workflows, how can we become those people so that we are still the point of contact? We are still the the one who is um, in control or um, has mastered the ability to use the these platforms, these AI tools. Because um, if we look at it as a tool in a toolkit, as opposed to it being a um, an aggressor in the marketplace, we can uh, reposition ourselves in the knowledge economy to um, leverage those tools to to great effect. So uh, instead of going well, instead of assuming that employers, clients, um, that that kind of thing are going to going to be saying, okay, well, I don't need you, Mister Knowledge Worker. I'm going to go. I'm going to bypass you, and I'm going to go straight to the AI tool. Well, that if you think of it this way, what if instead of going, well, usually you wouldn't say to a, a carpenter, um, look, I'm going to bypass you, Mr. Carpenter, and I'm going to use the hammer and nails myself because nails are cheap, hammers are cheap, I don't need you to do it for me, I can just do it myself. And so if you think of it that way, obviously that's that's not going to happen. And so if you think of it that way, and say, well, okay, Mr. Mr. Knowledge Worker, Mrs. Knowledge Worker, um, knowledge working person, <laughs> um, if you present yourself as someone, as an individual who can use these tools, if you position yourself as someone who can leverage these tools to get a highly leveraged based on value pricing, I, I'm prepared to pay you significantly more than what you would have been paid as just like the average knowledge worker. So if you're if you're saying, hello, I'm a knowledge worker who has mastered the use of AI and I can use AI to solve the same kind of problems that you're you were having before and that you're still having now, but I can now do it on scale, I suddenly become someone who is extremely valuable in the marketplace, someone who is extremely capable of moving from, you know, a, a place of being unsure about where, you know, my, my value lies in the economy to someone who commands a significant amount of authority and um, marketplace value. And so that... That, that that's really just about how do we use how do we use the tools that have been um created for us how do we use them to to great effect rather than going oh no like they're going to replace us um no like if if you think about if you go to the supermarket there and this is probably not the, the greatest example but if you go to a supermarket there's usually self-serve checkout bays that have like maybe five or six um, there's usually still a human person <laughs> standing in the, the self-serve checkout bay uh, ready to assist you when the uh, self-serve checkout says, unexpected item in bagging area. And, you know, 
has a hissy fit and starts working and you know it, I, I reckon 50% of the time those self-serve checkouts will stop working and say hey you've done something wrong and I'll have to wait for the person to come over and like scan their thing and fix it up now not saying that AI tools <coughs> AI tools are like that but if you are the person who is managing these tools um, while you've you're not one of five people managing the checkouts anymore you're just one person managing five um, checkout robots so if you think of it that way um, you can become the sort of person who is still um, in that same industry, still utilizing your existing knowledge, but are also um, you've taken on a guardian role of those tools and are helping people get to where they need to go using those tools instead of just being replaced by them. So that's um, absolutely not what I was planning on talking about at all. So I sort of went on a tangent there, but um, what I was originally talking about what i was originally thinking about was um why content creation is more important as ar begins to take over the white collar jobs so in an age where we are becoming more and more replaced by ai by automation the things that we i would say the the, the single thing that we as a social species still look for and still want still require is social connection with other humans and so i i believe that creating content as a way to establish yourself as a way to present your humanity your personality your thoughts feelings ideas onto a a stage where other people can engage with you engage with your content can feel as though you understand them even though you're not it's not a a a two-way conversation it's a it's a one-to-many conversation that is always going to be a very powerful mechanism for fulfilling a an innate uh, intrinsic human need a need for social connections so while yes it is not as powerful as a a lived experienced connection i still think it is a an extremely important part of uh, the information age so to, to give you an example of of how i've found content creators to be uh, extremely important and i i don't see how this could ever be replaced and i i but by by ai like and i'm very much of the opinion that most things probably more than most people most things uh, replaceable by, by AI, but I, I don't believe this is. So, I mean, to give you an example, I um, I grew up in a, a very uh, high control uh, religious environment, and I, um, in my 
30s uh left like i sort of realized that i I didn't believe in it anymore i didn't i don't want to go into too much detail but i at least not in this context um i'm more than happy to talk about it in another context but i i found myself suddenly at the age of 30 years old um saying well all the people that i i know and i consider my friends and family they are all still a part of this environment and so i don't have anyone in my own sphere in my own environment that i feel i can talk to about this that can understand me that i can engage with that will listen to me that will understand and so i had to essentially rely on people who were creating content about the same experiences that i was having on the other side of the world um for emotional connection even though that was not a two-way street even though it was listening to podcasts from people that had gone through the same experience and they weren't talking to me directly but it, it felt like they were that and i still think back to that period of my life where i was going through that and there was one podcast in particular where it was just like a husband and wife talking about their experiences and that was so valuable to me as someone who was going through something really earth-shattering and there was no one in in my my physical environment that I could talk to um that would understand what I was going through um but there were people who had created content out there who did understand and so that formed a, a connection um, and it, it sort of it, it helped me process what I was going through and it helped me um, understand and uh, work through my own thoughts, feelings, emotions about, about what I was experiencing. And I don't think, I, I cannot think of a, a scenario where that shared connection could ever be replicated in the context of an ai and a human like we we as humans are always going to want to connect with other other humans even if that is facilitated through technology even if it is through like a one-way communication of content creation that is still going to be an absolutely fundamental requirement as as a social species and creating content that engages with people that fulfills that relationship need um is always going to be valuable and you everyone has a story to tell everyone has experiences that they can share and so that's that's why i i think that the more people move into content creation to and that's to say nothing of the um the documentation side of things like you know wanting to to leave i don't want to say a legacy but leave a um a history behind of yourself 
who you were as a person, what you thought, what your experiences were for others, you know, not just your your children or your family or your loved ones, but for others who wouldn't have come across you otherwise can can still hear from you and understand you instead of just being yeah disappearing <laughs> instead of just vanishing after you um after you pass away so i mean that's wow that got pretty um morbid and serious at the end but that wasn't where i was quite going to go but yeah so look i think just um just wrapping up there i, I think that content creators who, who are not afraid to be very human in their content who are not trying to act a certain way and but are rather creating content around their vulnerability their humanity their real lived experiences i think there is always going to be a significant demand for that in the marketplace and so I think, yeah, that's that's why I believe that um, if you're if you're concerned about AI taking your jobs, then you need to start creating content, and that will help you create a platform for yourself to share your thoughts, feelings, ideas, concepts, experiences with others, and build that connection with other people, and you know you can then you can leverage that connection however you wish afterwards but that's that is not something that can ever be replaced i don't think so look that's that's all i'm going to talk about for this morning um thank you for listening uh, i've been aaron j Steele, and i will always be aaron j Steele. um this is a Steelcraft podcast um, you can check out my YouTube channel, which you are probably watching right now if you're on YouTube. Um, and otherwise, you can go to AaronJSteel.com, and that has all of my uh, all of my socials on there. Um, you can also go to um, my link, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, all those accounts, they've all got things on there. Um, I'm, you know, love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out. And um, yeah, look, I, I hope you have a great day and I will see you again soon. Thanks.